Super Talk Mississippi media production. Come see your locally owned and operated Linton Glass for all your glass needs. No matter what glass you need to replace, you can count on Linton Glass. Call us today at 601-835-4336 or find us on the web at lintonglass.com. It's a great time to live in Mississippi, and we're talking about it. Welcome to the Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome to the Ricky Matthews Show from the Citizens Bank Studio. I appreciate you joining us as we continue to celebrate the men and women who are working really hard in the trenches to make Mississippi such a great place to live, work, and play. Hey, listen, uh, for for regular listeners, you know this about me. One of the things I think that made me a better publisher was the fact that I've always prided myself as, as having sort of an independent voice. I've always felt like... Um, Independence was really important to me. I, I wasn't necessarily a joiner. I was someone who didn't mind taking risk. I was always the guy that's going to, if you needed a project to be led, you, you can count on me. I'm going to go give it everything I've got. I've enjoyed doing this story because this, this show, excuse me, because we've had the opportunity to meet a lot of people who are entrepreneurial, who are working in the community, who run businesses all across the coast of Mississippi, all across Mississippi who are, you know, great personalities, you know, and one of the great things I love about people with these wonderful sort of larger-than-life personalities is they all sh- sort of share the same independent quality. You know, they're going to they're gonna be who they are. I ran across something the other day, and I thought it, was, I thought it applied really well to the guests that we're going to have here in just a second. And I don't know who said this, but, you know, any of us could say it because at the end of the day, it's something I think we would all sort of want to uh, aspire toward. And here's what it said. Don't chase people. Be an example. Attract them. Work hard and be yourself. The people who belong in your life will come and find you and stay. Just do your thing. Just do your thing. I love that. You know, we spend a lot of our time trying to be what other people want us to be. And in some cases, you know, you can't avoid that because you work in a company that has certain expectations. But I think we should all aspire. Here we are at the beginning of the year still talking a lot about setting goals that are about being the best you can be, the best version of yourself. I think that's really, really important. Well, my next guest today, someone I really look forward to to getting to know better, Gary Smith. He started the Gary Smith uh, Medicare Agency. Someone who uh, I've been, you know, I've been hearing his commercials on Super Talk, and finally I sent uh, producer Cami Martin a note and said, you know, I want to, I want to have Gary on my show. I want to, I want to get to know him better because he has this incredible thing that he puts the care in Medicare, and this is not a commercial for for Gary. It's just that's what his brand promise is. Um, I wanted to know more about who he is and where he comes from. So without any further ado, let me invite Gary Smith to the Ricky Matthews Show. How are you doing, my friend? I'm, I'm doing good, and I cannot thank you enough for having me on this morning. Well, listen, uh, you heard what I read just a few minutes ago. Just do your thing. You know, you, the people who belong in your life will come and find you and stay. But you, that, you that's who you are, isn't it? It is. It uh, is. And I, when I was listening, I'm like, yeah, I don't know who wrote that up. And I've actually never heard that before. But, yeah, you are exactly right. For most of us out here who finally figure out, find who we are, how many of us know who we are when we're in high school going right into college? Probably less than 10%. And so, yeah, I spent a long time trying to find my path in life. And 
And luckily, I didn't deny it, I guess is a, is a good way to put it, because <clears throat> I could have very easily, you know, ignored it yeah. uh, and, 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 and not wound up where I am today in a position where I actually love what I do. And that's that's, you know, I love helping people. And again, why I want to go back to nursing school and, and, you know, it was one that's, you know, I, I like this. And then, you know, tragedy of Hurricane Katrina ruins that dream. And, but along comes another dream. You know, Gary, the way I look at it is life really is a series of forks in the road. I mean, we all face them. Now, some people face those forks in the road, road and they collapse, sadly. Yeah. Some f- face the fork in the road and they pa- they they choose the path of least resistance. But some say when they get to that fork, I'm going to try something different. Hey, listen, it, it goes back beyond just when you were in, in uh, William Carey during nursing school. But for Hurricane Katrina to hit while you were in nursing school is to sort of wipe out your school. That was a huge fork in the road. I mean, you could have waited and re-enrolled and moved on with it once they got everything moving in the right direction sometime later. But it was a cho- you 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 found a choice in your life at that moment, didn't you? I did, and you know I grew up probably like most people in South Mississippi. And my parents, you know, we they, we went to Sunday school, went to church, and then of course you know you become an adult and you have to now force yourself to go to church. And in your twenties, and of course in my twenties, I didn't go to church. You know, uh, so you kind of as I tell people, you kind of lose your way and lose your faith a little bit. And and here I am again. I'm I'm. Post Hurricane Katrina, and I'm talking to some friends of mine, and a, and a very good friend of mine said, "Well, you know, whether you want to listen to it or not, someone's trying to push you in a direction. The question is, are you listening?" And he didn't even use the word God or you know religion. He just said, "Are you listening?" Go home and think about that. And I, so I said, "Well, I will." And and I knew what he was talking about. And and he was, you know, very nonchalant, polite way of saying, you know, go home and give this some thought. And I said, "Yeah, I don't think that the plan for me was going to nursing school. I think that's pr- now pretty clear." And uh, I said, "Well, I, I, let's see if we can't give this thing a go." <laughs> you know. <laughs> You know, you know, it's it, but see, you know, you faced a you faced a bunch of forks in your road. You know, go, go, you know, dating back to when you were fourteen, your mother died of cancer. Every there are all these forks in the road. When you went to Florida State and made some decisions while you were in school there, um, it's all about sort of exploring life and tr- trying to find who you who you are. <clears throat> I love that where you landed is that. You want to help people. Now, Now, the Medicare business became sort of the, the tool that gave you the opportunity to help people. My sense is you're so good at what you do, you could, you could be in multiple kinds of businesses before it's all over with. But it's been, it's been, uh, it's been a, a, an evolution, hasn't it? It has. And, and, I, and, I, and I use that word help because when I first decided, okay, this is what I'm going to do. You know, th- this is the direction we're not going to do group health insurance anymore. You know, I'm not going to worry about property and casualty. I'm, I'm going to focus on Medicare. And I said, well, my father's book of business. I can make a few phone calls, you know, look. And, and so I did start reaching out to people and had a lady come in my office. And she said, yeah, I'm turning 65 and I need to sign up. I don't have a clue what I'm doing. And I honestly looked at her. I said, and I knew this lady from my, you know, my father. I go, 
I don't either, but I tell you what I'm going to do. I am going to find out what this process is and get back with you because I didn't. I thought it was like you know selling auto insurance. They they give you a call, you give them a quote, and you know you, you know you, you sell a policy, and it was just the opposite. And and after that. I started having people, you know, they get up and they hug you and say thank you. They go, they would walk, walk across the street to Anderson's Bakery and buy stuff. And it really hit me probably about a year later when I'm helping a lady in a very dire situation. I mean, she's and she's crying. And she said, I can't tell you how many people I've called trying to help me, and no one would even talk to me. And first thing you said was, come to my office, we'll figure this out, and and we'll get the problem resolved. And I knew at that point I was in the right place. I knew. I said, because what other business can you be in? No one's going to hug you selling car insurance, right? No one's going to hug you. Uh, if you, you know, in most situations, just not going to have that response. And I, I knew at that point I had, I, I said, this is, I'm going to like this. This is where well, I need to be. Again, again, a really substantial fork in the road because your dad was in the insurance business. It might've been easy for you just to go down that road. Um, but you, you, again, you listened, you listened carefully to the message and you know what it meant? It meant that you were going to have to create a business around this thing that you saw people needed, and you, yeah. you set out to do that. And it meant learning quickly. Uh, so so when, you, when you decided to go in this direction, were you surprised with how fast it ramped up? I was. I mean, when the referral rate was phenomenal. I mean, like I said, when you – Start helping people. Keyword, and that's what I tell people. I, you're helping them because, like I said, they would call, and it, I couldn't tell you. And even today, I can't tell you how many people tell me I can't even get people to return a phone call. Uh, we spoke to a lady this past summer, and she said she called her property and casualty agent, and he said, "I don't have a clue how to get you on Medicare, but when you figure it out, call me back, and I'll sell you a policy." <laughs> and, you know, and so she said, well, I'm not going to do business with him. So she called me. She told me the story. And I said, yeah, that's common of what we hear, that the, the process is just super complicated, especially if you want to work past 65, which is what a lot of men are doing today because their wife's insurance is $1,000, uh, $1,500 a month, and they can't afford to be retired. So what we're going to do when we come back with, with Gary Smith from the Gary Smith Agency, we're going to talk a little bit more about when he decided to form this company that was very specific around helping people make the transition to the Medicare. Um, how did he go about it? You know, you, 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 did you say, okay, I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going to build a company around it, and I'm going to start hiring people. And then how fast did that evolve? Where are they today? And, um, and you know, how, how's business doing? I, I bet it's doing pretty good. We'll see you about that when we get on the other side as we continue our conversation with Gary Smith.
passion and love for Mississippi is why he's here. This is the Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to the Ricky Matthews Show from the Citizens Bank Studio. We have Gary Smith from the Gary Smith Agency, and I'm looking forward to, to hearing more about what it what it meant once he decided that he's going to really zero in and help people through this transition to Medicare. You know, how did he go about it? But before we do that, I, I thought it would be important to say, you know, to ask Gary, to, so you can sort of understand the foundation that he uses to lead. If you had a leadership philosophy, what, what is it? I guess you could say my biggest thing when it comes to a selling leadership is I've always taken the approach, help people versus selling people. Um, And and then my second philosophy on business uh, is to wake up every single day and try to do better. Try to be better at what you do. Don't be scared to fail. And that's one thing I'm not, and my staff will tell you in a second, I don't dwell. If I make a mistake and I make a bad decision, I don't dwell on it. I course correct and move on because a bad decision costs people money, which means money costs me money. And I don't have time, you know, major corporations, I think they dwell too much because it's nobody's particular dollars coming out of their pocket. But if I make a mistake, which I've made many, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I haven't. But it costs me money, and then that costs us time and slows down your path. You know, it, it's it's a huge disruption. So you have to make a quick course correction. So I'm always focused on what can we do in this office every single day to improve. And 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 the key, I'll tell people, listen, open your ears and listen to what your customers are telling you. Listen to what you know. They will tell you the problems, and and just be cognitive of, you know, don't be scared because uh, most of, a lot of our policies and procedures have come from mistakes and issues that have rose and you go, okay, do you ignore it or do you fix it and move on? Yeah. So, so what, what in the business that I used to be in, what I would say is that, 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 that when you pay attention to customers and you listen to them and you form your business around solving their problems, you're creating significant institutional knowledge, not only within yourself, but within your employees. The problem with when someone calls that 800 number or when they call an insurance company that claims to be able to help them, they don't necessarily have the institutional knowledge there to help people. They, no. they claim they do, but they don't. And what you did in a sea of giants, you found a niche that enables a local agency to find success by helping people solve problems. I think the other point that that you made uh, so, uh, you made in one of the documents you sent to us is that you're not trying to help people make the decisions for them. I mean, you're not, or you're not trying to make the decisions for the people who you do business with. You're trying to give them the information they they need so they can make the best decision for themselves. And I think sometimes we lose sight of that as well. It means you got to hang in there with your customers and listen. Might take a little bit longer, yep. but at the end of the day, you're going to make them successful. And then by making them successful, they're going to tell their friend and their friend's friend, and people are turning 65 every day, and it will grow from that, won't it? It, it will, and I can use a perfect example. About four years ago, had a client come in from Ingalls, husband and wife, and they they wanted a Medicare Advantage plan. So we're sitting there, we're talking to them. It's not a problem. So if somebody knows what they want, I typically would just say, okay, let's let's must move forward. And that's when I made a course correction because I realized at that point in time I needed 
after that conversation, I said, you know, I still need to educate my clients on all of their options and because things change. So as we're sitting there talking to them, she mentions, you know, well, we bought us a bluebird and we're going to be traveling. And, I, and my uncle had a bluebird and that's not a, you know, a $40,000 motorhome. You know, that's a, that's a very hefty, very expensive motorhome. I said, really? I said, uh, did y'all get it new or used? She said, oh, we bought it brand new. I said, well, where are you headed? She said, well, our first trip's going to be Arizona. I said, okay, you can't have a Medicare Advantage plan. I said, she said, well, why? I said, because you're going to be traveling all over the country and you're going to be fighting network and issues. And, you know, I said, do you really want to fight that while you're traveling? And they just didn't have any idea. And I said, she said, well, no. And I said, exactly. I said, so let's, Let's back up here for a second. Let me let me start from scratch and and let's go from there. And she goes, yeah. After the conversation we had, she goes, yeah. I don't need that plan. I said, no. Well, when y'all get tired of traveling, which will happen, I said, then we can look at that plan. I said, but and there again, not being scared to realize you made a mistake in your process. So I immediately came out of that meeting and we had a meeting with all my staff. I said, regardless of what they want, y'all start from the beginning and run through our presentation and make sure they understand. Don't assume. I said, because we're the experts, they're not. And I said, here's the perfect situation. Everybody, everybody in my office goes, yeah, I've, I've made that mistake. I let the client tell me what they want without really going back to step one and asking all of our probing questions to make sure they're going in the right direction. Well, see, Gary, that's the way you build a company that is built to last. You know, you're, you're making decisions that you will live with, you know, for years to come because of your relationship with those customers. Um, that changes the way you think about it, doesn't it? It does. Um, I mean, a lot of my customers have become my friends and we, and the thing is we don't, we don't, Take a customer and then forget about them. You know, we reach out to them twice a year. Uh, typically, we try to reach out to them around their birthday. And then we try to give them a courtesy call between everything happens between January and September. Um, but we do everything we can to at least touch people twice. Now, sometimes we don't. You know, it's just you, you try and you just can't always achieve that goal. Uh, but yeah, we, we don't want to, if we tell people sell you and forget you, that doesn't do any good, uh, because life changes in the Medicare world. I tell somebody the other day, I said, let me tell you something about healthcare. I said, six months from now, it's different. Uh, it's changing and evolving that fast. And from year to year, two years down the road, five years down the road, I can assure everybody in America, the healthcare system you have today will be dramatically different in five years. It's just. And, and see, the other thing, it's not just the policy they should be on in this moment, the one that's most applicable to them, but it is also a year or two down the road when they face some kind of health emergency or health crisis and they have questions about it, they've got somebody they can talk to. And that's, that's important. Absolutely. I, I, I stress to my clients, especially when I've given a seminar, I'll say, look, buy from a real business. I really stress that. I said, buy from someone that you can speak to over and over. I said, because today you buy a policy. You're healthy. You're 65, 66. What happens now when you're 71, 72, heart attack, stroke, cancer? Uh, who, 
Are you going to be able to pick up the phone and speak to the people you've been dealing with, or you're going to be stuck dealing with an 800 number that, that doesn't know who you are, doesn't know where South Mississippi is? You're lucky if they're in America. That's the other issue. The outsourcing to third world countries is out of control. It's amazing Medicare even allows that to happen. But it's happening every day. So I tell people, you know, you're not going to get any help there. So why would you not buy from someone that's going to help you down the road? Because I can assure you, if you need to get to MD Anderson, sometimes it's not as easy as you think. Depending on the health plan you bought. So the way Medicare works is they 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 may they have intermediaries. It could be a big conglomerate or it could be an agency like yours. Um, how do they draw the line on who they're going to work with? Talk about the customer? No, Medicare. Medicare itself. Medicare itself is a pretty, you know, depending on what plan you buy, it's pretty open book. Uh, Medicare Advantage versus the supplements. Uh, the Medicare supplements are the easiest to use, but the price goes up every single year. Yeah. And next thing you know, the people are 72, 75, paying three, four, five, six hundred a month, and they can't afford it. Um, and their health has changed, and they can't buy another plan. So the only option they have is the Advantage plans. Nothing wrong with the Advantage plans as long as you know what you're purchasing. I, I explain it to everybody like a truck and a car. If you go to the car dealership to buy a truck and you don't know what a truck is, you've never seen a truck, and the man talks you into a car, you get home and your wife goes, well, I told you to buy a truck. You're not going to be happy, right? I mean, cause you, but you don't know enough to make that decision. So uh, as I tell everybody on the Advantage plans, the easiest way to understand them is think about the group health insurance you had when you were working for 30 years. You had a network of doctors and hospitals. You go in there and you pay a copay. And like your group health insurance, you really have no control over the changes the company makes from year to year, right? Well, it's the same way with Advantage plans. You don't have any control. It renews and it renews and you have to either say, yes, I want it or no, I don't. The beauty of the Advantage plans is that they are a lot less expensive, but you are dealing with a network. And then those networks can be difficult to work with. Uh, as I can tell everybody, is MD Anderson in your network? In most situations, it's not. Can yeah. you go to New Orleans? Can you go to Mobile? You know, well, listen up. We're, we're coming to the end of our time together, but listen, we're going to have you back. We'll, we'll have you back, and I want to talk specifically about Medicare plans, you know, because there are a lot of people who listen to this show that are getting close to retirement. Right. And um, and I think it would be good for you and me just to kind of dive in a little bit and talk about what we've both learned. Me as someone who went on Medicare about a year or so ago, and you someone who's an intermediary between Medicare and the customer. Um, it would be an interesting conversation that I think a lot of people will pay attention to. So congratulations on your success, my friend. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for your time and uh, good luck. Yeah, you bet. Hey, listen, when we come back, we'll have my friend Gerald Blessy. We're going to talk about the latest on the Bonnie Carey Spillway and lots of stuff related to that. We'll see you after this. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.